Good morning, Super Gluer. I am so excited to be back with you, and I want to apologize for um, leaving you hanging yesterday, but but truly, you and I both know that as a Super Gluer, we are pulled in a million directions, and it is okay to put something aside for a moment or take something off our plate. So I know that you understand, but it does give me great joy to do this podcast, so I'm super excited to be here with you today. So hey, today... We're going to talk about something super personal. In fact, I'm a little nervous to record this podcast because I'm going to talk to you about my marriage a little bit and uh, share a recent experience in the effort to help you. In fact, I know that we all have difficult times in our relationships that require enhanced communication. And so if I can offer a tool or suggestion, I'm going to share it, even if it leaves me feeling a little vulnerable. So today's topic is around communication. And I want to specifically share with you a little bit about what's going on with me personally in terms of communication, a tool that I want to use for improved communication in my marriage. But It's also a tool that you could use for communicating better with your children or with uh, someone that you work with or anyone that you're in a a relationship that feels meaningful and and you know that it's worth having those difficult conversations even when it's hard. So hey, Super Glower, I'm so glad you're here today. Today, we are going to share our sources of strength, really draw on them. We are going to say a morning prayer and gear up for a kick-ass day. So let's jump right on into today's topic, which is around communication. So I want to begin by uh, just painting the picture a little bit before I jump into how I'm going to approach a particular topic with my amazing husband, Mark. I do um, absolutely adore him. We have a great marriage, but that does not mean that we don't stumble sometimes and that we need to, uh, it doesn't mean that we don't also need to revisit how we communicate. So um, as you could tell from my voice, I was not feeling well. It started with some just losing my voice and no symptoms. And then it was like extreme allergies and the the drip in the throat and all the gross stuff. Um, and I finally got some allergy medicine. Thank you to my dear sweet sister-in-law who rescued me. Uh, I just happened to be out of it, probably waited too long to take it, did a ton of working, used my voice way too much, lost my voice some more, and then started to feel uh, kind of yucky. So I, you know, double dosed on the allergy medicine and all that good stuff. But I did go and run and grab a COVID test because I was like, oh my gosh, I just, you know, I just want to be responsible and safe and and all that good stuff. So yay me, no COVID. Um, I'm just kidding. Not yay me. You know what I mean. But <laughs> anyway, I was super grateful. I didn't think for a second that it was that because I get this uh, seasonal allergy bit about twice a year and I do lose my voice. Um, so it's pretty familiar cycle, but anyway, all right. So long story short, I started to not feel really well over the weekend, but not terrible. I, over the weekend had to teach my course. Uh, we had a lot going on with family stuff that was really wonderful and got to spend some time together as a family. It was all awesome. Uh, I was super glad my COVID test was negative so I could be around my family. So it was good to have that. We had a field hockey game um, and it was, you know, it was a busy weekend. So I was going and going. And and I will say that Mark, you know, did ask me, you know, how do you feel? Are you feeling okay? And for the most part, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good and I'm okay. Not great, you know, not my best, but I'm feeling okay. <clears throat> so here is what happened. So um, 
<laughs> as I started to feel worse, and here I am talking again, I'm coughing. <coughs> oh my goodness. I um, I realized that, you know, as time went on, I just wasn't feeling all that great. So when was that? Like Sunday evening, I guess. Yeah, around Sunday evening, I started to feel a little worse. Uh, luckily, I already knew that, you know, it was either just allergies or some kind of little cold or something. Um, nothing to be alarmed about. So it's not like I made it a big deal. So I want to preface this with Mark is a man who I love, but doesn't always get the clues, right? So it's Sunday, I'm tired, um, it's the end of the week, and or weekend, busy weekend, I had, had worked a whole lot, and even, even worked on the weekend. And I was, you know, really not feeling great, and just not being myself, and so you would think, like, those would be some clues for him, and... Uh, he just was letting me, you know, get the dinner. And then he even said, oh my God, you guys are going to die. He was like, are you making any snacks later? Are you making any snacks later? I thought I was going to punch him. So in our house, we each have a lot of chores that we do. We divide our chores pretty well. And we each stay in our lane with, with our chores. I do usually make the snacks. I do all the food in our house. He does all the laundry and the outdoors and blah, blah, blah. I won't bore you with all that stuff, but it works out pretty well most of the time, except for when you're not feeling well and someone asks you if you're going to make the snacks, about to kill him. So anyway, I didn't say much and I was like, no, I don't feel up to making snacks and I kind of got annoyed. And then um, later in the evening without getting into all the details, because that's not really the point, um, I was just super annoyed because he wasn't doing anything really, to show any care or concern. And it was like the evening was just going on as normal. So um, I finally, I think I said, like, I'm going up to bed or whatever. And he was like, all right. And he, like, didn't say anything. And I was like, wow, you really seem to care about me. Like some kind of snarky, you know, immature comment because I just, I, I was annoyed, right? And he was like, what? And he's so clueless. Oh, my God, he's so clueless. So Anyway, um, the way it works in our relationship is we're pretty good about talking about things eventually, but not super great in the moment. So I want to say that in that moment, I had a little bit of a, what I call a Hulk brain. Hulk brain is like where you kind of have lost your mind, right? And you're annoyed and you're angry and you're just not your best self. And so it's probably not a really good time to have much of a conversation, um, and we tried to tackle it pretty quickly then, but it just did not go super well. So in the morning, I woke up and he woke up and he was like, hey, are you, you know, are you okay? And um, at that point, I just was too tired, honestly, to be honest with you. And I had to work uh, and get going. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I was like, honestly, last night, you know, just kind of hurt my feelings. Like I needed a little bit of attention or a little bit of care, but you know, I get it. He's like, I didn't really know that you were even sick, you know, or that, you know, you were feeling that bad because honestly, yeah, I was downplaying it. So anyway, I'm probably making this a longer story than it needs to be. So I do feel like though, I've had a little time to reflect on this and I do want to bring it up because here's why. Something that sometimes bothers me is his cluelessness, like, and I'm not going to say it as cluelessness. I'm just telling you this um, to get it out. My real feelings are sometimes I'm like, oh my God, can you be a little more uh, like adoring, right? Or adorning, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think I'm saying that correctly. 
but like adore me a little bit, you know, now we have just celebrated 21 years of marriage. Um, and I can tell you all the great things about our marriage, but that's not relevant at this point. It, I mean, it is relevant. It's important to remember, but it's not relevant in this moment because in this moment, I'm just remembering like when we were first dating, we were always, you know, cuddly and telling each other how much we loved each other and all the stuff you do when you're dating. And I get that that's not always realistic when we are both really busy. You know, he is a teacher. That is a grueling job. I, you know, I'm working on a new business and all over the place. We're super glorious, right? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a calm environment and make sure that I'm not in Hulk brain, but I do want to approach this. So here's what I'm thinking I might say, and I'm going to use a tool that I actually teach in one of my trauma classes. And the tool is using an affective statement. Affect, of course, um, is different than having the knowledge about something. I might be smart, but I might not have the affect to uh, articulate my smartness, right? Or, or get through to a student. So I can be the best math teacher in the world, but if I don't have affect, I am missing something in my relationship. So it's the same thing in, in a marriage or with your children or whatever. So I'm going to use an affective statement and really, and I'll put this in the show notes, but the affective statement really goes through um, a couple of critical steps. You start with, I feel, and you kind of name the emotion, when and you name the occurrence and it makes and then you give the the reason like it makes me feel this way because um and you share your because and you're stating basically what you expect in terms of appropriate behavior and again I'll share a resource with you in the chat so I went through this tool and I was like okay I'm going to prepare what I'm going to say and so I'm going to practice with you guys right now um, tomorrow evening, I'll be in Syracuse and I'll be recording an updated episode from Syracuse and I will let you know how it goes. So I think I'm going to pull him aside or not pull him aside. That sounds like he's a child. But I think uh, before I leave for my trip, you know, I want to say like, hey, let's, uh, you know, head to the basement and maybe have a beer and just like connect before I head out of town. And I just want to, you know, let him know like, hey, I just kind of want to go back to our conversation uh, that we kind of blew through pretty quickly. But I just want you to know that in that moment, it made me feel like you didn't notice me. And I know that we are both so, so busy, but I felt disconnected. And I think the reason why I felt that disconnection was because I was vulnerable in that moment. In moments like this, when I'm vulnerable and I feel sick or, you know, maybe something's going on with me that's out of the ordinary, I just want to feel more connected. That's really what I was looking for. So I don't want to go back and relive that silly little argument. And I'm so glad I'm feeling better and I just want to enjoy our time together tonight. I'm just asking if next time I'm in a vulnerable place. If you would just, you know, reach out for a hug or like make an extra effort to check on me or some kind of physical touch would be really helpful to show that you care. Okay, super glower. So uh, that's what I'm going to try. And I'm going to give you the uh, information in the notes again. If you want to try it out, I'll let you know how it goes. But let's say a quick prayer. Oh, I did want to share some good scripture on this too, because 
Um, I looked this up too about communication. And James 1.19 says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So I really want to make sure that the environment is right, that we're both open. Uh, We are both practicing Christians. So I know that we need to sometimes remind each other to be quick to to hear and to listen to one another. And I want to do the same too, because there might be something that I'm missing from his perspective. Ephesians 4.29 says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So meaning like, okay, as fits the occasion. That's why I chose the words I did with him to say like, hey, babe, I'm just really, when I'm sick, that's such a vulnerable thing for me because I hate getting sick. Uh, It doesn't happen very often, but I've, you know me, I've had so many years of sickness in my life. So even when I get an allergy attack, it annoys the crap out of me. So I just felt like super annoyed And so in the scripture, it's talking about like in a particular occasion, we need to lift up people for good um, outside of the norm, right? And and, um, I, on my receiving end, I need to be careful that I am not using my mouth to be damaging towards him and to say things like, you know, um, I can't believe you brushed me off or like, you know, all the things that I'm not even going to say because they're not helpful things to repeat. But you know that um, we're all capable of just kind of saying things with like harsh words. So let's say a quick prayer. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for giving us the wisdom of language. Help us to be better communicators. Lord, for anyone who is struggling in a relationship right now, whether it's with a spouse or uh, a parent or a sibling or a child or anyone that matters to us, um, someone in the workplace, someone in the home, in the community, wherever it may be, Lord, that every super gluer here is uplifted with the knowledge and power to know how to communicate with those that they care about for better communication. You have asked us, Lord, to be quick to hear. Open my ears as I talk to Mark. Help me to think about choosing my words carefully. And I ask, Lord, for you to um, come into his soul and for him to hear me and understand uh, what my needs are when I'm feeling vulnerable. I ask this for every super gluer that is listening, that they are uplifted today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, this was a long one. Uh, Many of you probably already made it to work like uh, by now, and you're like, please stop talking. So anyway, I'm going to go. Bye.